How do we the people begin to regain control of our freedom? Stay tuned to find out. Okay, here's the question. How are we dark horses? You know, the ones everyone is betting against, the ones they don't expect to win, place, or even show on the track, and they'll even laugh on us when we talk about trying. How do we show the world our greatness and triumph? Well, that's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is The Dark Horse Entrepreneur. My name is... Tracy Brinkman. Push it what is up? What is up, my dark horse friends and family? Welcome back to your weekly dose of Get Involved Learning. I'm your dark horse host, Tracy Brinkman. And you, well, that, my friends, is infinitely more important. You are a driven entrepreneur or a business owner, or perhaps you're just one in the making. Either way, you're here because you're ready to start, restart, kickstart, and just start leveling up with some great marketing, personal, or business tips and results in order to build that beautiful business of yours into the empire it absolutely deserves to be. Man, I say this every single time when I have an amazing guest on here, but we have a big episode today. Today, Justin Schmitka. Boy, my tongue just tripped over my eye teeth. I'm still recovering from a wicked cult, so please excuse me if I'm sounding a little gravelly. Let's try that again. Big episode today. Justin Smitka is going to be sharing a wealth of information about why you, yeah, you, I'm talking to you right now as you're listening and echoing in your ears, you're driving down the road, you're walking on your treadmill, why you, the business owner, or you as average Joe and Jane American should be getting involved in what's going on in your state and local government. Hmm? Yeah, yeah, I want you to ring this one true. You know, so much do I want this to ring true that I'm not even going to tease next week's episode guest because I want you focused on what's going on in this episode. Why? Because it's just that damn important. Now, as per usual, we are still chock full of business and personal and marketing. G-O-L-D spilling from every corner of the Dark Horse Entrepreneur HQ. So let's get to the starting gates and go. All right, my Dark Horse friends and family, today's guest is Justin Schmidtke. Now, he's the host and founder of the Badger State Resistance Podcast. You're going to want to check that out, right? Um, he's also a former Marine. I believe it was from 2006 to 2010 where he served our great country. And now, most recently, he has stepped up to become a candidate for Secretary of State for this great state of Wisconsin. And I've uh, me and my family have been lucky enough to meet Justin at a, a number of rallies, and you'll hear us speak about that a little bit. And normally, this is the point where I would say, hey, Justin, welcome to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur. This is one of those stumble moments you have as a podcaster, right? Where you're like, you get so, you're so excited to have someone on your show, and you get them on, and you start that conversation, and they start telling their story. And you're like, oh, shit. I forgot to press the record button. And then you have to back up and restart, which is what happened right here. So rather than to go through the whole spiel from the very beginning, I asked Justin to start from the beginning of telling his story. So let's get to that right now. Beautiful. Okay. Right, go for it. So, so I, you know, it, this all started on, you know, November 3rd, 2020, the night that the most infamous election in our history uh, you know, took place. And my dad and my wife and I, we, we sat and we, we stayed up very late until about two, two o'clock in the morning when we started hearing that they're going to be shutting down a lot of the stuff or a lot of the, the polls that 
you know, they're going to continue the next day. You know, we had seen that Georgia and Fulton County, I believe it was where they had the water main break, you know, five blocks down. And, you know, I looked at my dad and I was like, you know, I, I just, I got a bad feeling. I got a terrible feeling. What it really came down to, it, you know, it, Donald Trump, we know was the most electrifying president in U S history. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he is right up there with George Washington. He's right up there with Abraham Lincoln, you know, and Ronald, Ronald Reagan. And, 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 but I would say controversy, you know, whatever people, people love to, to be angry about the mean tweets. So I just had a bad, I had a bad feeling and right. I knew that the Democrats were going to play some games. Well, lo and behold, we start finding out the games were being played and we, we know about the ballots, ballot harvesting that happened here in Wisconsin. And I just looked at my dad. He said, dad, and I was like, you know, I'm just going to start a podcast. That's it. Uh, if I can reach just 10 people, mm-hmm. listen to me and we can, and those 10 people will, will tell one other person, you know, that's, that's a, and those, those people will tell one other person, maybe we can get something going here. Right. And we have got to get very smart about who we elect. Donald Trump was a, was, was a president for the people by the people. And we know that the right, the right really did not want him in 2016. They did everything they could to fight. So as I moved into my journey, uh, of, of developing the podcast and meeting people such as yourself and Jonathan and, and other, other people. Uh, I, I started to realize just how corrupt our politics here in Wisconsin really is and, and how bad um, the, the GOP, unfortunately, the people that we trust uh, to, to really give us the option of who we want. And I started figuring out, that we have been played as a society. So, <clears throat> excuse me, when I really started pushing that message, I started to get the pushback from the GOP and like, oh my goodness, you can't expose this or, you know, but they didn't exactly say you can't expose this. They just, well, this is not the right message. This is not the right, right thing. <laughs> so it only encouraged me to go further with it. And, you know, with with Jonathan Wickman, who is running for governor and, and others, David King, lieutenant governor, Kyle Hughes, lieutenant governor, other patriots in the state, uh, we really started pushing. Well, it got to a point where the election integrity, which is one of my biggest issues that I am running on as a candidate and one of the primary focuses and founding reasons of Badger State Resistance podcast, uh, nothing was being done. You know, we started getting, uh, you know, the, the Gableman stuff. And it's like, really? The ga- the, like, this is not an audit. This is an investigation. This is a way for Robin Vaz and the rhinos and the assembly and the Senate to say, well, hold on, folks. We're doing something about it. Well, then we hear about the LAB. Oh. There. there we oh, go. There, there we go. <laughs> Were you able to hear? I was able to hear you right up to the, the LA event. Oh, the LAB, the yeah. LAB audit. So the LAB audit, you know, and 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 I had confronted, you know, Senator Larson. Uh, I forget which one it was, um, Lemayhew, Senator Lemayhew, about the LAB audit, and and he just lied right to my face and at a GOP booth at the Calumet County Fair. So so at the end of the day, what it really came down to is I had to do more than just Badger State resistance. So I decided, you know what? I talked with Jonathan. I talked with my wife. I talked with 
you know, my son who's 13. I have another one that's two. I love to talk to him, but he gives me all kinds of jargon in <laughs> <laughs> my family. And I said, you know what? This is not enough. We, we have got to get to a point where the elected officials are the ones that are held accountable. So my whole message is we need to remove government bureaucratic offices out of Wisconsin, which pretty much both the Republican Party and the Democratic Party together have created just an, an enormous amount of, of government bureaucrat offices, including the Wisconsin Election Commission, the LAB, the LRB, and, and the list goes on and took away everything away from for, took away everything from the secretary of state. So essentially they're a stamper. They're a professional stamper. Right. Made by the so, uh, no, the secretary of state needs to be the state auditor, the state auditor. The secretary of state needs to hold the elections. Why is this important? Because then the people have the power. If the, if, if the secretary of state chooses to, to not listen to the people, especially in a time when we're calling for an investigation or there's fraud that may have happened within the, the secretary's office, well, the people can recall because it is an, an executive level branch of the gov- state government. So they can, they just, we can go out there and say, you know what, you're doing a suck job. We're just going to take you out of there. Exactly. Either you don't reelect the individual that's there, you, you recall them, or if it's illegal enough and, and the state assembly and Senate feel that there's enough evidence, they can impeach. So there's, there's three ways to, to have control. And again, you know, the, the, the assembly, the state assembly, these individuals represent a district within the state and they should be listening to the people overwhelming, you know, mm-hmm. the overwhelming majority within, they should be hosting town halls on a monthly basis and, and talking to the constituents. Same with the state senators, uh, you know, who have usually three assembly districts underneath them is what I've kind of seen as the pattern here in Wisconsin. And this is why we need government to start working for the people. This has been the, the whole message of my campaign and, and why I, I work well with people like Jonathan Wickman and Kyle Hughes and David King. And, others. Now, and, and we've had Jonathan Wickman on this, on this show, as a matter of fact, and, and I'm a big, obviously you already know this. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Jonathan and been supporting him from day one, which is, this is actually right. how I met you was one of his, one of his events. I was like, Oh my God, here we go. But I think one, of, why is it, do you think, I don't want to say put corruption aside here for a second, but why is it, do you think they've been able to, get their hooks in so deep this is because we as a as a society have just been okay you guys take care of that we elected you now i don't have to worry about it well i think i think human nature is is most people believe that people have good intentions mm-hmm. there's always the you know that we call them the one percent you know in, in the military or on the fire department when i when i when i was a uh, paid on call firefighter there's always one percent and, and, and but overwhelmingly people you want to believe are good and unfortunately the one percent because we as as a society just didn't focus and, and actually really pay attention to what was going on until donald trump mm-hmm. we complacent and that one percent was able to dig their their claws in and figure out how to take their control or their elected position and, and actually turn it into actual control. That mm-hmm. is why we are seeing mass mandates and why we're seeing vaccine mandates and all these other mandates throughout the country. This is exactly it, it, it's we have to we have to admit 
that we 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 got complacent. So a lot of this is our fault. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I totally agree with you on that. Uh, that's what I was sharing with you uh, when we first started this was one of the messages I've been trying to push out to folks, uh, you know, the entrepreneurs that are out there. And, and here's the thing for me, when it comes to entrepreneurship, the small business owner, right? What are we, 40 some percent of the gross national profit? We're, we're, we're the big chunk. And I think for me, and I don't want to be conspiracy theorists here, one of the things they tried to chip away at last year by shutting all the small businesses down was just that fact. If we start taking away all the power that the small business owners have, but they're not using yet, then they actually gain that power as well. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. We are absolutely seeing corporate tyranny, especially like, and they used a virus to do this. Mm -hmm. You know, Eric Tony, who's running for attorney general, talks about this all the time, that he has a very close friend. And, and, and I know people, and I'm sure you know people, that had to shut their businesses down because of COVID. But why was Walmart allowed to be open? Right. Because they had groceries, because they had diapers. Well, so do a lot of small, you know, mom and pop pharmacies or, or whatever, whatever the business may be. Who, why did the government get to dictate who was essential and who wasn't essential? Yeah. At the end of the day, everybody's essential because everybody's got to pay their bills. Hundred percent, you know, and I saw, um, I saw. Oh, my wife gave me this really cool letter. There is a, and I don't want to call them an association, but there are a group of four hundred plus businesses here in Wisconsin that have stood up and said, "That's it, we're done." We're tired of this. We're keeping our business owned. We're not forcing our employees to take shots and wear masks and all this other nonsense. I think that if more folks out there said, you know what, I'm doing that too, then we could, we the people could start regaining the power and you know, shake our fingers at the politicians and say, you know what, I'm not voting you in next year because you didn't stand up against this or stand up for me and your constituents when all this noise went down. You know, I, I want to. I want to point out that Robin Voss and many of the Republicans in the state you know, assembly and Senate, they were silent for 240 days plus when this was all going down. And, and when, at a time when we need real leadership, this is exactly why when we talk about Jonathan Wickman and, I, and, and even you know, myself, you know, who's running yeah. for secretary state why it is so important that the people become so informed on who is running for these positions you are going to see many races throughout the state where where republican incumbents who have been in the state assembly state senate for you know four six 20 years they're going to get primaried and and yeah. that is a wonderful thing i actually think that we should be primarying people more often to keep people in check you know, with the state government. I mean, that's a lot of power. I mean, 99 individuals in the state assembly literally control five and a half million people and what we do here in Wisconsin. So that's crazy. It is. And, and so I'll let you jump in there. <laughs> no, no, no. I was just saying that's, that's great. I mean, I guess one of the, one of the things I want to, um, and I know you are far more politically adept than I, but so help me, share with those folks that are listening out there, what can they, the individual voter, the individual businessman do to help right the ship, I guess is the best way to say it. Sure. Absolutely. So one of the most important things that we need to do as individuals, and, and, and I, 
a lot of people get upset with me. I actually got chewed out at a rally for this is you got to join your county party. You have to become a member of the Republican Party. And here's why. Because we have a primary election, but before the primary election, what happens is, is there is a nomination process, okay, where each county gets a certain amount of delegates, and then those delegates go to this year, they're going to be in Madison, or next year, I should say, in Madison, and together, they're going to vote on who they feel Wisconsin should have for governor, lieutenant governor, secretary Mm -hmm. of state, attorney general, you know treasurer uh and and so on statewide statewide candidates um so so that's where we get the selected versus the elected because this is something that has not come to light until this year so by joining your party demanding or or having a conversation with the chairman demanding in some cases because some of them are trying to fight this whole process that you become a delegate there is a class that you have to do i don't believe it costs anything and if it does i'm sure it's minor um i think it takes up four hours of your time you get to have a voice in the state convention and and there's a lot more than just selecting you know the candidates and who the party's going to back okay you actually can talk policy and things that are going to get pushed you know so that the that the state party wants to see happen so there's a lot of benefit to doing that. You're now listening to-, to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. It gives you a louder voice than just going to the polls on election day and circling the little bubble for who you choose. Now, again, unfortunately, the Republican Party does this, and this is again back to selected, not elected. I, t- I touch on this all the time because I people have got to understand that we, the people, should be actually demanding the Republican Party of Wisconsin to move the primary election up to probably April, right around the time of, you know, like the Democrats do. Mm. And then whoever wins the primary should get the endorsement of the Republican Party, not the other way around. Get right. the people voice. Nice. Nice. I know um, my, actually my family and I, we went to that, uh, um, uh, that convention this, this, this year and it was up in the Dells. And, uh, you know, you got to go through the vetting process. We weren't delegates or anything yet. We just wanted to go and see uh, what it was all about, right? Get to be in there to see what they were doing. And luckily, we were surprisingly aligned with a lot of the uh, proposals that were being voted in and a lot of the things that were going on. I was like, okay, it's just, this is kind of cool. But to your point about the delegates, of course, the room we were in, supposedly all the delegates from the entire uh, state of Wisconsin should have been in that room. And there's no way. Because uh, I know for, I believe it's Washington uh, County, there's like 244 delegates. Uh, don't quote me on that. Sure. But uh, Brown like 283 or 84 yeah, itself. There was probably 500 people in the entire room. Right. So to your point, that's the very thing you're saying there. You know, the, this small subset of people are get using their voice to control the things that they think their constituents need or don't need, whether they've engaged their constituents or not. Right. And, and, and becoming a delegate, you should take the time to have the conversations with your neighbors, you know, the family that, that live in within your county or, or host an, a Patriot event, you know, mm-hmm. and, and converse with the people that are within your community, who you like, invite candidates to come and speak to you and figure out what they are all about. Uh, look into the past, you know, of specific. Oh, you froze on me. You still with me? Hold on a second. I see you there. If you can hear me, Justin, I can't hear you. You have froze on this end. There you go. There. 
Okay, what part did I did I? Uh, you were up? saying spe- uh, speak to specific, speak to specific candidates, and and you know one of the 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 biggest things that we need to do is, is I actually I want to build on on the part where the delegates. So if there, let's just say Brown County's got two hundred delegates, okay, yeah. and there's only four people that that are uh, delegates for Brown County, they get fifty votes apiece. Mm-hmm. That's filled with 200 people you know again talking to the community hosting events you know encouraging the party to bring every candidate to the party to speak to the people this is how we get proper representation 100 percent, 100 percent. and i've actually already started that process that you were you were laying out there we joined uh, the party it's like a whopping 30 dollars right so join the party and i raised my hand said look i want to be a delegate and I'm getting some resistance, man. I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna put it out there, right? It, it, don't expect them to sign up and go, hey, yeah, come on in. You could be one of the boys right away because they're, they're, they're giving resistance. I'm chipping away at them. I'm, you know, going to all the different events, meeting the different folks, and showing that I'm engaged. So let me, you know, let me in the door, y'all. Um, but uh, what, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure it's gonna happen yet. But I'm, I'm gonna keep. Uh, chugging away to get in that door well the other benefit of joining the party and becoming very active within your community or or your county i should say is when elections do come up if you say particular county washington county wants to continue to give you resistance if there's 200 of you that join well then you can replace the chairman in the next election Mm. so that we can start to move these people out Ah. Uh, and and that's a big thing that we have to get uh, is remove a lot of this, the the chairman within the county. I know that I could tell you just offhand, Pierce County and O'Connell County's chairmen's uh, chairwomen, I should say, mm-hmm. both got to go. They're very they're very establishment. They have no interest in in all the candidates. They've they've made their decision. Uh, Milwaukee County for governor, they flat out told one of the governor candidates, not Jonathan Wick. I actually had a conversation with another one today. Besides, it wasn't Rebecca. It wasn't Jonathan. Uh, <laughs> flat out told told him we're not interested in anybody rebecca's got this county locked up done that's crazy you know it's funny and that's one of the things i've always tried to do is uh as i was considering somebody for whatever election was going on is you know try to read a little bit about them and and this year i've actually gotten more involved because of all the zaniness we've been we've all gone through and actually go and meet folks and and chat with them and, and pick their brains and try and have a tough question. And uh, I've been enjoying uh, going to the events and, you know, I, you know, it's, it's helped me set my mind going, okay, I'm very comfortable with this person. I'm not so sure about that one. Let me ask some more questions. I even got to the point where I was going to be open enough and the current party favorite, Rebecca, we've named the name, right? Uh, she was speaking here locally. So I thought, all right, let me go, let's go check her out. Open-minded. I, I went in, resistant. I'm, I'm going to say I went in not liking her, period. End of story right there. Every email I've ever gotten from her is like, please give me money, please give me money. And the rest of it's all like schmoozy. But I sat down and listened to her and I walked out of there pissed off. I was literally mad. I, I was hot under the collar because she, she talked about herself. That's it, the whole time. It wasn't about here's how I'm going to fix things. You know, she blew a little bit of smoke and mirrors around, but there were no, no steps. You know, I, when I've listened to you, it's like, here's what I want to do. This, that, A, 
B, C, right? I want to pull back this. I'm going to get rid of this committee over here, bring the power back to the Secretary of State's desk. You know, Jonathan is, he walks through simple steps through one of the things right. he wants to do. He wants to do that. Right. Her, it was all like smoke and mirrors. I was like, okay, you're not saying shit here to me. And it's really right. pissing me off. One of the biggest things, and this is my, my, to the people, to your listeners. So, so when we look at, people's past okay and, and what i want people to focus on is is don't look at somebody for you know maybe making a stupid mistake in the past like in their personal life you right know, and they have a bankruptcy or or maybe they had some debts whatever that is okay but when we look at these people especially people that are career politicians and rebecca clayfish spent two years as or i'm sorry two terms as a lieutenant governor and lost didn't challenge the election which there is pretty cut, clear, clear, um, you know, fraud in the 2018 governor's race. So we had the the ballot drops in the middle of the night in Milwaukee. Yeah, you know, lost in some van in a warehouse. Oh, we just found them, and, and it's all and it's all in favor of Tony Evers. But let's just look at right now the Kyle Rittenhouse situation is going on yeah. here. And it's emotional. You know, you could clearly tell that the the poor kids got PTSD like no other. Uh, I mean, he broke down in the courtroom today trying to to go through the story. This is very uh, uh, common among people that have gone through very post traumatic, especially killing somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I actually believe that he he was in self defense. The video is pretty pretty evident of that. Um, but Tony Evers jumped to conclusion right away. And this this is going to go back to Rebecca. Tony Evers immediately condemned the police officers and immediately instead of instead of trying to you know, calm the rioting, call the National Guard, get people there to just get this stopped in Kenosha, to keep Kenosha from completely burning down, mm-hmm. keep it out there and field the fire. Rebecca Clayfish is actually out there saying how how she was so scared. Her daughter and her were, you know, daughters and her were scared. You know, they, they, from what it looked like, it looks really bad. You know, a police officer shooting a man seven times in the back. That is taking the same stance with different words that Tony Evers. Sure. She jumped and judged the, you know, to, to the whole thing. Okay. This is, this is the kind of stuff that people need to know when they're looking at a governor candidate. That right there tells me that if we ever end up, God forbid, we ever end up with another, you know, riot, mm-hmm. especially you know, anything like what happened in Kenosha, anywhere in Wisconsin, she is not ready to to be of the, the, the leader that we would need here in Wisconsin right. to stop this. So to your point of she's very disingenuous and, and many others throughout the state. I mean, I'm telling you, there are multiple lieutenant governor candidates, secretary of state candidates, you know, other other candidates. It's it's the career politician mentality and it does anger you, especially knowing what we know now about everything oh my gosh so true so very true all right i want to be mindful of your time and i definitely appreciate you coming on here and hanging out a bit and i I want folks if they want to check out more about justin either the badger state resistance podcast and some of the excellent content you have there and i say that again excellent content or if they want to learn more about you as the secretary of state candidate and they want to check you out and say all right i want to i want to i want to vibe with this guy where are we going to send them to so for Badger State Resistance, you can follow us on Facebook, Badger State Resistance. Now there is, too. There's a group which is going to have the Gunnerson yellow flag on there. 
but then there's the Badger State Resistance logo, which is white and black, and it's got a badger, you know, with the 13 stars around it, and then rifles for stripes. That is the page. Um, you can also go to badgerstateresistance.com. Uh, the podcasts are up there for you to listen to. Um, and then events that are Badger State hosted events uh, are going to be there. As far as my campaign goes, if you go to justin4wi.com, you can follow my campaign there. Or uh, Schmidtka for Secretary of State um, on Facebook. Um, you'll see, if you go to one, you'll find the other uh, as far as social media goes. Excellent. So- Excellent. We're, I'm going to make sure we get those links down there so po- people can just click right through and check you out. A- any final words of wisdom you want to leave? Words of wisdom. That's good speaking right there. Any <laughs> final words of wisdom you'd like to leave uh, our, our, our listeners with? Absolutely. So, so the biggest thing is, is we're at a time now where we have to be vigilant. We have to be in the know. Uh, this is the final election in my personal opinion, if we don't get it right, this, this election is going to decide if, if America is going to go down a full communistic uh, agenda and and we are going to become, you know, basically the USSR or we are going to become the, the, it's it's going to be 1776 reborn. Mm -hmm. So I encourage you to look at every single candidate. I encourage you to look at their past. You know, when it comes to me, what I'm going to tell you, my sole goal as a candidate for secretary of state is election integrity, because without election integrity, nothing else matters. Mm. And and we need people to be held accountable. I want to eliminate 100% the Wisconsin election commission folks. If you are truly wanting to get involved mayors, super county supervisors, city council, school board. They are just as important, if not and more important than even the governors of each state. We need to get back to a bottom up mentality when it comes to running government, not a top down. Hundred percent. I was, uh, you know, as so I was just thinking about that earlier as we were chatting, is that there is a number of positions around here: alderman and treasurer, your city planning committees, your 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 school boards, like you mentioned. I mean, there's a whole host of them that uh, need good patriots to step in and fill the shoes of those folks that uh, have been picking away at this, this country for quite some time. I, I would agree with you, hundred percent. The last thing I want to say about all of it too is don't feel that you need a college degree or that you need to have grown up in the, you know, in the yacht clubs. You don't need to. Average Americans need to take these positions over. And one of the biggest positions that we need people to start looking into are the county clerks, county and city clerks. Fire. Justin, thank you so much for coming on and and sharing your wisdom. I'm going to make sure again, like I said, that uh, we get this out to everybody and they have those links to, to check you out right away. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. I look forward to seeing you and the family at a future event. You, you know you will. <laughs> have a good one. All right. There you have it. My man, Justin Schmidtka, uh, dropping some gubernatorial knowledge bombs. Now, he's not running for governor, but he's certainly running for the great secretary of state uh, here in Wisconsin. So if you are... A voter here in Wisconsin, please go check him out. The uh, the links to his uh, websites will be down in the show notes. And if you're not a citizen, a voting citizen here in Wisconsin, check out whoever's running for the races in your state. Get involved. I think there are so many reasons why we should be getting involved. And when I say we, I mean you and me as average Joe citizens, as business owners, as just 
free Americans, with all the craziness that's been going on, we need to step back in and say, whoa, hold the freaking boat here, ladies and gentlemen. You're not George Washington. You are not Thomas Jefferson. You're not Alexander Hamilton. You don't know what the hell you're talking about right at this point. You are here to serve us, the American people. Now, and if you're listening to us from overseas, I think you need to get involved in whatever gubernatorial, whatever government process you're able to get involved in. There's so many varied processes out there. Step in. Uh, there are a number of reasons. I mean, you think about it. the things that are going on um, in these uh, assemblies, in these houses, even in your local races, right? Yeah, you heard uh, Justin talked about getting uh, involved in your local race, uh, your school board. What are the things they're voting in? What are they teaching your children? What are they making sure your children are subscribing to or being taught every single day? I think that's one of the number one reasons that you'll want to get involved in whatever's going on in your community, in your local, in your county, in your state races, is the fact that it affects your day-to-day life. This past year or two has been more proof than that than anything else. It affects your personal finances. Hmm? Yeah, think about it, right? Whatever's going on, um, are they voting in levies? Are they voting in referendums? Things that are going to affect your tax dollars? Or have they already voted it in and you're like, I'm okay with paying that referendum. I just want to make sure it's going to the right place. Well, then you got to get involved. Otherwise, this stuff is going to fly right under the radar. And it does. It just flies right under by whatever small percent of the body of voters that are out there. It allows you to be heard, right? I mean, so often I hear people bitching and whining and moaning and complaining. And here's the thing for me. You got every right to bitch and whine and moan and complain. My dad fought for that right. I fought for that right. Um, And so many other soldiers um, ad infinitum across the years have fought for you to have that right. So go ahead, bitch, moan and gripe. But you know what? I'm not sure I'm going to listen to you unless you're getting involved. You want to be heard? Man, get out there and talk to the uh, the candidates. Get out there and email and phone calls your local governing bodies. Get, go to um, a, a local planning commission meeting. Go to your local mayor's meeting. Whatever town uh, halls that are happening, whatever meetings that you are allowed to go to, go, right? Here not too long ago, uh, they were trying to put in some mining uh, just, oh gosh, probably uh, a mile, maybe two miles from my house, maybe even closer to that, to build community. Mining, hello, I live in rural Wisconsin and love the trees and the farmland. Don't be digging up all and gutting our natural resources around here. So you can be sure my family and I were there to uh, hear what was going on and vo- and listen to the rest of our community speak up with their voices. I think another reason you want to get involved is you learn about the government's ways and spending habits. And if you're okay with them, cool. Then you're like, all right, I'm good with that. The people I voted in or the people that are in charge now are doing a good job and you keep voting them in. If you don't like it, it's your opportunity to have your voice heard or have them recalled or make sure they're not voted in next time around. 
The power is in your hand. You, Jane American, you, Joe Schmo American, right? You have the power of the vote. You also get to learn about the legislative processes, the gubernatorial processes that are out there. And if you don't like them, guess what? You can have, there are ways, there are processes and systems in place to say, you know what? We don't like that. Let's get that put up for debate. Let's get that turned into an action, right? Let's, let's bring the power back where the power belongs with the people. The first three words, we, the people is how it starts, right? Well, that's where it ends too. Here's what's happened. It's my personal opinion, and if you disagree, I welcome your input. Tracy at DarkHorseSchooling.com or go down to the bottom of this podcast and drop your thoughts into the comments below, right? Agree, disagree, I don't care. Let's bring them all out. Here's the thing. I think we, as Americans, have just sat back and said, okay, well, I voted in my my favorite person, whatever letter next to their name is that you align with, the D, the R, the I, you know, or whatever other letter it might be, you're like, okay, that's the person for me. Click. Maybe you did research. Maybe you didn't do research. And then you thought, okay, my job's done. No, it's not. You are the ones that have to hold them accountable. What do you mean I have to hold them accountable, Tracy? Yeah, you. If they're not doing what you voted them into office to do, then you get them out. You have them recalled. You have them impeached. Whatever it is, that it, whatever tools that are at your disposal to alter their behavior, you need to do that. And because we've come, become so complacent, we haven't been doing that. And look what's happened. Things have just gone hog wild and gone completely insane. Uh, and I'm not just talking about over the past couple of years. I mean, past couple of decades, it just people have reigned you know, crazy. But as you get involved, you'll start seeing not how this democracy works. Let's be completely clear here. How this republic works, or at least how it should work, right? Um, and you'll find... That when you place your voice in and your partner's voice in and your friend's voice in and even your opponent's voice into the ring, the more uh, diverse perspectives that you have in our system that we have in this Republic of the United States, the more balanced the system will be. And that's what we want. We don't want this thing swinging way over on the extreme right. We don't want it swinging way over on the extreme left. No, no, no. We don't want either one of those. We want something right there in the middle where everyone's getting some of what they need, a little of what they want, right? And that creates that balance. It's not way, hey, it's not, you got to be old Mike, like Tracy, and that's all there is to it. No, no, it's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, I understand that there are things that maybe I believe that you don't. And maybe you believe that I don't. Okay, well, that's fine. You're here. We can believe it together. We can find a way to work together where we both get what we want to be happy in our lives. I think another great reason to get involved is the networking, right? I have watched my daughter just 
do this amazing networking process. She has multiple gubernatorial names in her phone. She got to meet a uh, retired Supreme Court justice from here in Wisconsin just the other day at a meeting that we were at. And he just happened to be on the board of the school she was going to. So she's just started talking to him. This and this and ladies and gentlemen, she's 18 and she's already building this well, we used to call it a Rolodex, right? This network of people that when the time comes and she has a question or has an opportunity and wants to pose it to them or has a need and can reach out to them and say, hey, can you help me with this? She's already building that network now. And it's just by going and getting involved in something she already believes in. Huge, huge benefit. There's so many benefits in getting involved. The community ownership. You start feeling more and more a part of the community that you live in. And here's what happens. When you start feeling more and more a part of it, you start taking um, a larger ownership in it, right? You start sounding your voice off more. Maybe even sounding off the voice of your neighbor who's not quite as boisterous as you are right? You start helping decentralize the very systems that are crippling some of the republic's processes, turning it into, hey, we're a democracy. Not really, right? We're a republic, okay? You start finding that there are power in numbers. <laughs> yeah, and there are, and there are far more numbers out there that have been the silent majority for way too long. Maybe it's you. And if it is you, all right, take your silent voice and turn it into a meek voice. Take your meek voice and turn it into a regular voice. Take your regular voice and start shouting from the rooftops. Stop shouting from the rooftops and start standing on the mountain and lead those that you love and care for along with you. And when you do that, you can start showcasing your skills Whatever it might be, whatever your business acumen is, maybe it's marketing, accounting, speaking, advertising, all right, as you're starting to network these folks, right, starting to gain these number of people, showing your importance to the community and how the community is important to you, well, then people are going to start coming to you and knocking on your door going, hey, um, can you help me with my business with your marketing or your accounting, your speaking, right? Volunteer to help them, right? Again, there's... Now, if you help them with your skill set, maybe they can in turn teach you a whole new set of skills. Now you can grow uh, at the same time. So, you know, and it, I could go on and on. I, I've got a whole long laundry list of these here. But I just wanted to start fueling your head here with all the reasons beyond who becomes governor or who becomes secretary of state. You know, Justice Micah, uh, you know, who becomes governor, like I said, you know, uh, Jonathan Wickman, who becomes, uh, you know, the lieutenant governor, uh, David King. Anyway, <laughs> my little subliminal messaging there for you. Go out, meet the candidates, right? If you like them, vote for them. If you don't like them, keep meeting them until you find the ones you like. I even advise you to go one step further and go listen to the candidate you're not quite sure about, right? Because they may either prove your point of view or turn you around, right? Give them the opportunity to win you over. Maybe they can. In my case, they didn't. We went and listened to the, one of the local um, gubernatorial candidates here and were completely turned off. I actually walked away upset, as I mentioned. So get out there, 
get involved at whatever level you're willing to get involved in, and then maybe push yourself just a little bit further out of your comfort zone and get involved a little bit deeper. All right, I've babbled on long enough here. With that, my friends, I'm going to leave you as I always do. Think successfully and take action. Thank you for listening to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. All right. My name is Tracy Brinkman.